Well, hello everyone and welcome to our I've Decided podcast. I'm Kim Martin, founder of I've Decided, and I'm so excited that you're here tuning in, joining us this week. Well, this week is the 30th week of 2023. Did you know oh that, Noel? No. Where is it? I knew I felt like it was coming to an end. I know. Like I, so I said September the other day. We've, and we've passed the halfway mark, and now we're in the 30th week. So this is the 30th edition um, at I've Decided, and we are talking about the word replenish. And replenish is all about recharging, filling up. In fact, the definition is to make full or complete again. And so that's our topic this week. And we've just been talking to our members that I've Decided, our community, about what is it that fills you up? Because no one can pour from an empty cup right? So true. If, if we are going to serve well, if we are going to make an impact, we have to keep our little pot of oil filled up. I use the car analogy, right? Oh, when your analogy, tank is, sure. when your tank is full, you're excited. It's, it's like true. you've got a full tank. You're like, <laughs> I could go for days. <laughs> so As it starts to get to a half a tank, you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. It gets under the half. You go, oh, and then a quarter of a tank, right? You start to worry and then it's into, you're like, get me to a store. Well, humans are the same. That's how we work. So it's very important that we keep that cup full. And that's what the topic is this week. As you know, Noel, because you are a member of I've Decided and you I saw am. the weekly yes. winning resource <laughs> and the content, our article this week was all about how you can replenish, what things that you can do to recharge and uh, that was the article that we shared with our members. And so today we want to talk about one of those ways. And we use replenish as an acrostic. So we did the RE, right? We spelled it out. And so the L in replenish was to learn. And so when we learn new things, when we, you know, bring awareness to ourselves, it, it causes us to get recharged. We kind of get fired up. We get excited. And so Noelle Tatlock, everybody, this is Noelle Tatlock. And uh, she is the personal lines division manager out at Unland Insurance, who has been a long time um, business resource for I've Decided. And we're so grateful and thankful for that partnership. And um, but I've gotten to know you over the years and just an awesome, awesome, awesome lady oh, and super thank smart, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> super smart. Thank you. And especially when it comes to insurance, she knows all about insurance. And so we, there's some things we need to learn about insurance. And we were having a conversation a week or two ago and you said, Kim, there's, I really would love to share on your podcast mm -hmm. about some things coming down the pipeline that people need yes. to know. Yes. And I don't know if this is going to fill our <laughs> cup or not. <laughs> But we will learn. And I can tell you this much. It's it's always better to be in the know. If if something catches you off guard, there's nothing that can zap your energy worse than something that catches you off guard that you weren't aware of, especially if it's going to cost a little more money. Right. So being in the know, being aware can save us from getting zapped down the road. That's that we're going to roll with this. That's I what like we're going to say. Okay, we're going to go with that. Like All right. So I'm going to turn the floor over to you, Noel, because I want you to just share a little bit about you, what you sure. do out at Unland, Unland Insurance. And then let's just have this great conversation around, you know, personal line insurance and what we need to know. Sure. Sure. So um, as you said, I'm at Unland Insurance and, um, 
help everybody in the purse lines department, at least to try to. And um, so what's really going on? And I guess I should back up. So I've been in Unland since October of 2019. Uh, prior to that, uh, I had a farmer's insurance agency. And so uh, actually June, I think it's the 23rd. I have to look at my license, but I believe it's the 23rd um, of June was my 10 years of being an agent. So that went by really, quick. really speaking quick. about time. <laughs> by, <right? laughs> so that's not a long time in the insurance industry, but certainly a long time, enough time, I guess I should say, uh, to have, you know, had some experience along sure. the way with things. And so probably the most recent, um, and so not necessarily maybe what's coming, maybe what's coming for some of us, for example, myself. And what I mean by that is at my renewal. So when I get my insurance, my insurance actually uh, renews in October of this year. So when I get it, I know that even from a personal standpoint on my homeowner's insurance and my auto insurance, it's going up. Mm -hmm. it, I just got is. my renewal from my auto insurance and it went up. I was going to call, I was going to call them. <laughs> like, we didn't have any What tickets. are you doing? Why did yes. we increase? We should get a discount. Yes, yes. And so I have always had um, just a, an extra spark in my heart for helping people understand uh, their insurance. And so I just think that it's not something that we get a lot of. And so understanding what's going on in the market right now, I thought it was a great idea to get together and potentially um, have an opportunity to, to help people maybe understand what's going on. So I would say the first thing is it's coming. Um, I, when you get it, do not be surprised. This is not something just at one company. Price, price increases. Yes, this is a premium increase across the board among other things. So um, even you'll notice uh, if you have a homeowner's policy, even the coverage, uh, the actual coverage on your home. Um, so you'll receive your policy in the mail with what they call as a declarations pages. Uh, and you can go through there and kind of look at your coverage, that kind of thing. And so it'll have the premium on there and all the coverages that you have with it. And so you'll notice um, pretty much everything is increasing. So specifically uh, across the board, what's happening, uh, we have record high claims situations right now that are happening, which driving, which is driving, um, of course, some of the premium uh, losses are at an all time high. Okay. Uh, I, I meaning when you look at insurance across the board, you have, you know, when you take into consideration what insurance is. And so basically what we do is the idea behind it is we all kind of pool our money together and, and put it in one pot, so to say. And so um, when more is coming out and being paid out than what's coming in, there's a shortage. Sure. And insurance is a for-profit business. So as we know, as we know, that's right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at or what your viewpoint is, that's how insurance works. And so when there's a um, kind of in the negative type thing, then they have to make that up. And so it comes to the form of premium increases. There's also other things that are happening, um, things like uh, inflation, of course. Um, there's a lack of labor that's happening there. As we all know, material, we have materials problem right. going on right now. Um, you know, at any one time, it could be parts for your car, windows, if you needed to have new windows put in mm -hmm. your home. So when you think about it on a mass scale, if we were to have a catastrophic loss across the board, um, you know, and there would be a run on drywall or any kind of anything that you would think to have to, to build a home um, and then multiply that by however many times the people that would need that, that, that could be a problem. Um, so that's, of course, another conversation as well. But on the a higher, I guess, 
topic and, and viewpoint and is just knowing that it is coming and that um, if you haven't already gotten it, it, it is that's what we're seeing. So what can you do about it? So uh, the first thing is just know that it is coming. Um, a lot of people, I would say when you get your, your increase, I'll just say that, when you get your renewal in the mail, take a look at it. The sooner you get it, the better, because the other I guess I, I don't even know if I want to call it a crisis, but the other situation that's happening right now uh, is that it's created a service nightmare. I'm going to say it's a service nightmare for insurance companies because not only do we have our current clients that are calling saying, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Right. We now have an influx of people saying, hey, I want to shop my insurance ah. and what can I do? So not only are we trying to help our current clients, but also help new business coming in the door, too. So that has created a service problem. I can see that so, because I seriously, I have it sitting on my desk at home. I'm like, I got to call these people and find out why Sure, I just, my policy increased, like we didn't have any tickets. We didn't have any accidents. We didn't have any claims. Yes. Usually mm -hmm. that there's makes, a driving force for that. Sure. <laughs> right? yeah, if yeah, you get yeah. an increase, you're kind of expecting it because, uh oh, I got a ticket. ticket. I rear-ended somebody. Now it's on my record. They checked sure. me. Sure. You know, my credit score went down. Something mm -hmm. is you kind of are aware. But this time I was like expecting, you know, a little savings or something. You were hoping. At least that's what I do. I hope every time I go, please. <laughs> I've been a good girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, here's the reality, I think, of the world we live in as well. I mean, go to the grocery store. Oh, my things, gosh. Things are just at an all time high. And so I think what happens is that it ends up, it puts such a burden on everybody, not only when you have, um, and depending on your situation, you mm -hmm. know, if you're already, um, you know, on a, a fixed income and you have to pay more at the grocery store and now you have your insurance that you have to have and now that's going to go up, that makes such a, you know, an impact on It makes lives. an impact everywhere when you think about it, because mm -hmm. even if you go out and buy a car, you know, if I'm going to go buy a car and insurance is at an all time high, let's just say, sure. I'm going to go, okay, what car has the best insurance? Sure. I'm not going to go, what's my favorite car? Sure. I want to go get whatever I want. I'm going <laughs> to say, gonna... how much is going to, the insurance going to be on that car? That's going to be a real decided factor. Do you think people really even, when they're buying their home or they're buying a boat or they're buying their car, do they, do we really think, insurance before making a decision you I probably say, do because well, <laughs> you're an insurance agent it's what i do so, but <laughs> their general population i would say um in a not the market we're in now but i would say just across the board i occasionally i would get somebody that would call and say hey can you uh, run this vin for me on, on the vehicle to let me know kind of where it's coming in at? and so and there's so many factors that make up a premium um I mean, there's, and I've heard people say there's thousands of, you know, just different um, factors that go into making a premium. So the safety rating on a car, you mentioned earlier, your credit. Yes, that's a factor. Um, the zip code that we live in is a factor. Um, so although we live close together, your zip code might be affected differently than my zip code. Right. So we're, if we're in different zip codes, even that makes a difference. So there are many, many, many factors that are taken into consideration with coming up with the premium. And so then my advice is when you get this, as soon as you can, if you feel that you want to, to have your insurance shop, I would 
uh, start with your own insurance agent and go back to them. So, and there are times that it doesn't make sense. I, I know it's upsetting to get that, but if you've recently switched, it may not be a good time to do that. Although you get an increase, right? Um, it's not necessarily always a good idea to go from one insurance company, you know, to like shop year to year. Right. Although it's painful, I know you want to do that and it's so tempting to want to do that. But I would say if it's been, you know, within the last, especially three years, I would probably attempt to stay where you're at. Right. So my advice is to uh, do things, look for discounts. Um, has, you know, has uh, your situation changed? Have you done any upgrades on your home? Do you have a new roof? Have you installed maybe a permanent generator uh, in your home? Um, is your child now on the dean's list? And so now you can get a good student discount. So, and every carrier, so from carrier to carrier, they're going to have pretty much their discounts the same, but there's going to be some that are that are different as well. Um, having online policies, uh, paperless policies, those all of those types of things make a difference and can, um, of course, make a, a difference on your premium. So, But we've had this conversation before too. And what you don't, what you've got to be careful of, here's what I could see happening. And tell me if I'm sure. wrong. I get my bill. It's increased or my whatever sure. you call it. Yep. My, pre, my, pre, my yeah. renewal. Get yeah. I get my renewal. <laughs> yes. I call it a bill, but yeah. we can call it sure. whatever. Yeah. Renewal bill. I get my insurance renewal and it's way more expensive. And I call my insurance agent and because they're getting all these phone calls and they're trying to keep your price down to keep you happy. Um, they could give you discounted rates, but reduce the amount of insurance that you have. Correct. Now, I have good relationships. You, you know, we, you hope that wouldn't happen, but it is something that I just want to bring up because you taught me this. Yes. And you have to be very careful. You want to make sure you have the insurance that you want in the event that you need it. Correct. And number one being with your homeowner's insurance that you have enough to cover what it's going to cost you to rebuild your home in the event that you get a complete, something completely destroys your home. Yes. Right. Can you talk about that a little absolutely. bit? Absolutely. So you, and this price isn't on, always everything. Oh my goodness. You know, you, what is the old thing? You get what you pay for. Yes. And most of the time, most of the time that's true. Um, so yes, you want to make sure. So if you compare it to premiums and the cost of things to build, so versus, but pre-COVID, mm -hmm. um, we can even take it back that far. But um, just to think about how much it would cost to rebuild your home at today's labor mm -hmm. with today's materials, mm -hmm. right? And from the ground up, basically, like think of it, you know, you a have totally a complete, loss, a complete loss, loss from the ground up. How much would that really cost? And so I think that people sometimes when you look at numbers and, you know, you can look at... Um, you know, the, the amount of coverage for your home and you think, well, say $500,000, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And Kim, it is a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. I'd like to have $500,000. I could do a lot yeah. with $500,000. There's a lot of money. But if you think about what it would cost to rebuild, mm -hmm. say a 2,500 square foot home. Right. Um, at today's labor with today. So it's, again, going back through all of that, just maybe stop and go, okay, how much would it really cost? How much is drywall for that much square footage? Um, how many bathrooms do I have? Because that's how many, you know, vanities that need to be replaced. And then what are the types of materials that I want to replace with? Um, and do I have ceramic tile in my house? Do I have, you know, hardwood floors in my home? What do I have? And mm -hmm. then the finishes of the home make a difference. Uh, the other part of that that comes with it is your personal property. 
So typically on a homeowner's policy, you'll have a um, what we call it, your, your dwelling coverage. And then your personal property is typically a percentage based off of that number. So you can, you know, if it's a $500,000 and you have 75% of $500,000, you think, wow, that's a lot of money, right? For personal property. So personal property is the, the portion. Um, and I've heard people explain it. If you take your home and you could flip it upside down and kind of shake it and all the stuff that falls out of it yes. after that, okay. that's your personal property. And so people will look at that and think, wow, that that's that's a lot of money. I'm paying a lot of money, you know, for, for that coverage. But again, if you had to go and replace, and replace everything, all of your bedding, all of your furniture, all of your stuff, I mean, my kitchen stuff alone, all my kitchen gadgets, you know, all the little <laughs> gadgets I have in my kitchen, those types of things just add up. And um, so those are the types of things that you want to take into consideration. So yes, you want to be very careful on the types of coverages. Um, and it's okay to question those types of things, of course. You Make know? sure, I mean, is there a limit? Like, could I could I be like, okay, I want a million dollar policy on my house. Like, I want to make sure I got sure. it all covered. If I lose my house, I want to build bigger and better. I mean, sure. like, is that possible? Or does the insurance company go, whoa, Nelly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not going to, you cannot just pay for a million dollar policy. I'm sure. just curious. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. So you can, so yes and no. Okay. Um, meaning this. So Think of insurance policies. So you talked about the uh, like the car analogy earlier. I'll use the same one, but in a different way. Okay. So think of when you purchase a car, how they have like a base model, and then you can purchase like different packages, right? right. So you can okay. Insurance is the exact same way. So you have a base package, and then you can the bare add, minimum. Yes, just the bare minimum type package, and then you can. They have package trims, and so you can add different coverage, and then that increases certain coverages. Um, it also will not allow you to do. You can can and can't do certain things. So there's some rules to it, not rules necessarily, but there's just certain things that you can and cannot remove from those policies. It's kind of baked into the premium, if you will. Okay. Um, However, you can add things. So when you said, I want to have the best. So <laughs> you could do maybe a package trim, the best package trim. And what that would do is maybe give you something called a guaranteed home replacement on your home. So for example, let's just use the $500,000. Okay. So $500,000 to replace your home. But then in reality, when they start, they're like, oh my gosh, you know what? It's going to cost so much more because now supply and demand, maybe for some reason, and now there's a shortage on... I don't know, pick something, you yeah, know, drywall. Drywall. and so, okay, well, doors, no, don't, windows. <laughs> I mean, there's been a shortage yeah, on everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. So I got my windows replaced. It took six months I, to get a window. So it's true. Yeah. So um, when you start to put all of those things together, oh, now it's going to be maybe, you know, I don't know, $550,000. So now you're $50,000 over, right? Right. So there are different package trims that you can purchase. If you wanted to do the best package trim, you have something called the guaranteed um, replacement cost. And basically that just says that, yes, there is a, a listed number there. But when it got down to it, if, if it was $550,000, you were guaranteed to get your home replaced. So you there, can, at least, you can at least do that as far as, hey, I, I do want that. Now, uh, the other thing is the characteristics of your home. So as you go through your policy, 
something we take a lot of time um, up front with our clients. It's it's a minimum of a 15 minute conversation, probably just gathering information. And mm -hmm. so I tell people it's very much an informational gathering process that we walk through and uh, gather in specific information about the home uh, so we can put in um, the correct information in order to get out, especially now with everything being as sensitive, uh, we want to make sure that those are correct. And we you know want to kind of get in there and, and get as accurate as possible. So we'll ask questions like, um, you know, tell me the flooring that you have in your home and you have maybe 60% carpet and 40% hardwood. Okay. There's a hundred that adds up to a hundred percent. So, um, do you have a swimming pool? Um, if you do, okay. You know, is it fenced? And that's more of a liability question, but, um, you know, uh, what do you have for, do you have a fireplace? Right. If you do, how many of them do you have? How many uh, bathrooms do you have? How many bedrooms do you have? What's the square footage? Do you have a basement? Is there a crawl space? So all of those things, um, what's the shingle that you have on your roof? Some people have, you know, the typical is an asphalt shingle, but some people have a metal roof. And then that's completely different too. And so, you know, meaning the material. Or cedar have, planks. Some people have cedar there planks. There's such things even around here. <laughs> yeah. In certain parts of the country, there are different things. Yeah. You know, so like you think about, I always think about like places around Arizona, like clay tile. Uh, right. More, um, prominent there. But so all of those different types of characteristics help build that reconstruction cost to the home. Um, and then every company is going to be a little bit different. So every company um, is, you know, they're going to take a look at those things. Again, they're going to take zip code into consideration uh, right. when it comes to those uh, types of products. So I would say be very aware of what you're getting. Ask questions, make sure that those types of things are accurate. Um, you know, you if you're going to get a discount and you call your agent and they're like, oh, I can help you get the price down. If they're getting the price down, what are they taking out of your policy that could be important How to is you? That coming down now, not at, you know, yeah. some people have a different point of view with insurance. We all sure. have a different point of view, yes. right? Yes. Some people believe, you know what, I'll put my money in a savings account and then if something, I'll have the minimal insurance. If something, if I have a catastrophe, I've saved my own money, I'll use the insurance and combine the two. If you're that disciplined, that is awesome. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. That is amazing. Yes. And some people are. And and that's True. a great way to do it because now it's really your money. And if you yes. don't, if you get to a point where you need less claim, you still have your money. So if you're that disciplined and you can do that and you have the resources to do that, because I think you so, you kind of have to be wealthy already to be able to do something like that. It's, it's kind of almost like yeah. self-insurance, right? We, it's yeah. almost like a self-insured thing. It's a question. So I, and that's something. So it, it's reminding me of deductibles. So when you um, when you sit down and you go through your policy, I'll ask a client, I'll say, hey, one way we can save on premium is to maybe take your, if you have a thousand dollar deductible now, let's take it to 2,500 and let's see what that does. Because maybe in a situation with today's cost, I mean, how much is $2,500? It's not much anyway. You can get to $2,500 real quick. However, I don't know your personal financial situation. Right. I, I don't know that. And so I'll ask a client, I'll say, how, how comfortable do you feel if you had a loss and you're going to turn in a claim and you had to come up with $2,500 or not, you know, I mean, there's to, to come up with $2,500, but you're responsible. It comes for that off first the top. 20, whatever exactly, the, that first they're going to not make you pay $2,500 up front, but whatever Correct. you get, it's going to be minus the $2,500. Correct. Exactly. And so I have some clients that are completely fine with that. I have some clients that have thousands of dollars deductibles and they're fine with that. I have some clients that say, absolutely not. Do not take me at a thousand dollar deductible. 
And all of that is fine. There's no right or wrong answer. It's really based on everybody's personal what you're financial comfortable situation. With and what you're, yes, what's going to happen in this middle of a catastrophe? How are you going to mm -hmm. handle this and what are you going to need? Yes. Um, you're going to need to be able to probably pay for a hotel for a while. And of course, your insurance should help cover some of that if you've got the right policy. But right up front, you're waiting on all this. You're going to need to plop out a credit card or plop out something until somebody starts turning over some money. So you might have some money in savings, but you might have to use, the, you know, I, sure. I mean, it, you sure. just have to yeah. really look at it. But, you know, there are, for me, I don't, I don't, I hate to use the term insurance poor, but you've heard people say oh, that. I like, I want everybody, I want everything insured. I want to <laughs> yes, be, yes. okay. I don't really want to be insurance poor. And but, you should not be. Yes, no, absolutely. but I definitely don't want to have to worry. Like, I don't want to know that, okay, if, if my basement floods, am I, do I have to worry that the policy is going to be like, oh, that's an act of God. Sorry. You know, sure. we don't cover flooding. I want to know, sure. nope. I, if anything happens to my home, I don't like. I'm gonna be. I'm you gonna feel I'm gonna peace. kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but you know, you're gonna feel that way. Sure. If 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 you if your insurance company goes, oh, sorry, that's not covered. Right. Talk Which about a heart attack, right? No, you want to have that sense of belief that if something happens, it's okay. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna you be okay. Sure. It's gonna yeah. be awful. To go through a tragedy like that of the sure. loss of a home is, I can't, oh, it would be terrible. Nobody wants to do yeah, that. It is. But it happens to people. Happens. We have, we have a lady in our women in leadership group, her, that this just happened. She's going through all of this and just watching and hearing her. And it's just, it's, it's heart, heart wrenching, yes. gut wrenching. And then to think that you've got to deal with maybe insurance that you didn't have the right coverage. And to know. And we so used to call you the coverage coach. Noelle, the coverage coach. That's kind of what yes, you are, yes, right? Yes, the coverage yes. coach. Help yeah. us understand what our coverages are. I just come to me. I was trying to think. I'm like, what did we call her? Oh, yeah, it's been a while. That, yeah. was, <laughs> that was what I call BC before COVID. <laughs> Good one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Okay, so yes. the, the idea of this, you guys, is not to freak you out, no, no, it's no, not no. to put you no. in an uproar. No. It's no, no. it's it's to for you to learn so that you can refuel, replenish, and um, you know, it's not the best news to hear, oh yeah, your premiums are gonna increase. But by knowing when you open up the envelope, you're like, Okay, yep, there it is. It, and then you can do some homework and just be aware and that's going to keep you from it going you know i could open up my my statement and go oh, and then i'm zapped my energy just well, went from here right. to here and, and, and that's it's so and my tank went mind, from full just, to empty like that quickly yes <laughs> and so i the other thing is can i guarantee that's going to happen no i i don't know your situation i maybe and you're and somebody out here that's listening maybe you had a situation where you had five cars on your policy and you know what you dropped three of them because maybe three of your children each took a car and they are off the policy and now i'll throw three of those cars are off the Policy. So your policy would be so your less. Policy would so again, so I'm not saying that this is every situation. I'm saying that it's pretty likely that that's if nothing probably has changed, I can yeah. attest to it. It's yes, funny you bring this up. I literally, literally just got my automobile policy. 
And it's funny you just brought all this up because I swear it's sitting on my desk <laughs> before we had this conversation. And sure. I was going to call them and say, wait, did you what apply all on? of my, my yes. daughter's on the dean's list? Did you put that there? Yes. You know, did yeah. you apply all of this stuff? And it even said we we're like a prime customer because we've been with them for, you know, whatever. Sure. And that's something else. And it, to and it didn't increase like it, it just was enough for me to go. Oh. I know. I noticed it. Yes. And I realized, I mean, I think it was like 50 or 75 bucks somewhere in that range. But that's per month. Right. That's the monthly payment. It went up. That's a lot of money for, I mean, per month when you think about what you're, you're on a budget. The, I'm on a budget. I don't have yes. unlimited resources. Yes. I have to stay within my little budget. Yes. And my so food bills very... already, budgets already <laughs> went up. Yes. And so now your alcohol budget's going uh, up. No. Because you have to... <laughs> I'm working on my alcohol budget going down. I really am. But, yeah, and so you brought up a, up a couple of good points too to talk about Kim. Is that so? On your when you're looking at um, and I and this is not live because I totally lost my train of thought. No, it's go, okay. I have to go back, Joe. I am so sorry. You're gonna have to not go yet. Back. No, we're good. Just keep on flowing. We when can... you, I'm trying to think. You said something earlier about um, and I now as soon as it came to me, it. Well, away. that's okay. Yeah. It'll anyway, come back. Anyways, we were just talking yeah, about so. the prices and, you know, the, the sticker shock and going up monthly rates and yes. things like yeah. that. So, yeah. you know, it, again, just be aware. If you're aware, it won't zap you so quickly. And, and, and that's really what the topic is this yes. week. All yes. about replenish, sure. right? All about keeping learn. your little <laughs> pot of oil, keeping your gas tank full so that you can pour out so that you can be a good steward. And, um, you, you know, when your gas tank's full, you can handle things like this. That's another good point I'd love to make. You know, when we, when we are walking around zapped, when we feel overwhelmed, and I, I kind of read this to you guys. I don't know. If, oh, I do have it. Let me, because I think this is so important. Um, I found this definition of over, being overwhelmed, and I shared it with our members in the Weekly Winning Resource, but I think it's worthy of sharing with the listeners. Being overwhelmed is the result of constant stress and pressure without making the time to replenish your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's because you're running on empty and you haven't taken the time to replenish yourself. And when things like this happen, when things like you open up your the unexpected, yeah, when you, you know, you, you get your insurance renewal in the mail and you open it up and it's an increase, things like that will put you over the edge and you, because you're empty. So if you stay fueled, if you stay, keep your tank full, when things like this happen, um, you're not going to go off the deep end. Sure. It might zap you a little bit or empty you out. You might go from full to half tank real quickly, Sure, but yeah, you're not going to yeah. go from half tank to completely empty. Sure. You make sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, real quick before we wrap this up, how do you refill your cup, Noel? Like, what do you do to refuel your, you know, from a personal this? Okay. Well, now we're off okay. the topic of insurance. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so boring. Yeah, I know. Insurance. <laughs> there you have it. Pay attention. And by the way, Noel, Unlin Insurance. If you need, if you'd like to shop around, if you'd like to get some quotes, if you want to, you know, if, if you're already a customer of Unland Insurance, they are here for you. I just want to make sure to say Thank that you. too. So Thank Noelle you. is awesome. Yes. Thank you. And okay. 
And, so, and be nice when you call to anybody because it is, <laughs> everybody is overwhelmed right now. Everybody. And I mean, this is not just, it, it is literally everywhere. So the, again, the service is just overwhelmed and it's probably at most places maybe taking a little bit longer to get back to people and do that kind of thing. So it, it is be nice and be patient. Yes, yes. absolutely. But um, it's so, a weird world we live in this oh, day goodness, and age, isn't it? Is. It? It, really it really just, is. things yeah. have just changed, but yeah. you know what? We we're humans. We figure it out. We keep moving. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Okay. So, what, you, do I so do? what are you, some things that you do? Okay. So I, I pretty, um, I don't know. I, I'm pretty routine mm -hmm. type person. So I'm, I'm up every morning fairly early and, uh, at the gym, I'm a 5 a.m. or a 4.30 up, 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. or at the gym. We're the same. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so do that. And, uh, and then I come home and um, actually on my way home, I, I have a, an app on my phone and uh, it's a, it's a, um, I'll call it a spiritual app that I, uh, there's some reflection and I listen to that. So I allow myself some music in the morning driving to the gym because at 4 30 i'm not even quite sure of my name it's so early in the morning <laughs> not even sure so, i'm in the land of the i'm living. not sure where i am but then on the way home after i'm of course awake and and you know on my drive home then I listen to that and that's more of my spiritual cup that's mm -hmm. getting filled and I come in and um, make a cup of coffee and then sit down and I do a little bit more reading before I then get into the shower and, and keep myself replenished. And the other thing that I do, I love working on myself personally and just um, constantly looking at how to, to improve myself. And so I love books and anything that will feed that for me. Um, mm -hmm. That's very much a part of who I am. And so I'm constantly looking and listening for um, podcasts or different books to listen, you know, how to improve myself or what I can work on, just be a better person. And um, spending time with my children. I really try to make it a, a point to spend time. So this is from uh, a weekend that I just spent with my son. We were in Madison over the weekend and How spent fine. a few days. Yeah, he just uh, had a birthday recently. And so we went there for yes. that and I uh, spent some time outdoors. I love to be outdoors. I think that helps kind of keep mm -hmm. me, what do they say? Put your feet in the grass or yes. what is it? Or put your, something I don't like know, that. something I, like that. I don't <laughs> know what it is exactly, but it's so true. Uh, and those are just, those are the types of things I, I love to I've got some flowers that I spend time doing and working on that. And so I don't know, I guess, I don't know when I think Good. about it, I'm kind of a, I don't know. Well, routine I, I is important. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> well, I guess, I you know, yeah. there is a such yeah. thing as being too regimented, Correct. but I don't yeah. think you can be too routine. I think too, yeah. I think being in routine is discipline and that, and that keeps, you know, sure. it keeps us focused and it helps us keep our pots full. Yeah. So that's totally cool. It sounds very, very familiar. Yeah. Um, we have a very similar routine, but I think, you know, that's the key. It's like you, yeah, we work hard. Yeah. We empty our cup. Yeah. We get tired, but we know how to refuel and we know when it's time to put the gas in the tank. Yes. And, and that's what it's all about. So if your tank's running low, you need some gas in the tank. We are here for you. That's what we do at I Decided. You know, I Decided is a personal development company. It's all about helping you achieve your goals and dreams. And you need the pieces of the puzzle for success if you're going to accomplish those little nagging goals that you have in your <laughs> life. You need all the pieces of the puzzle for success. And as a member of our community, that's what we provide to you. All those benefits include um, all the pieces that you need to help you achieve your goals and dreams. So check us out. I've decided.org. We'd love to have you in our community. 
Noelle, thank you so much thank for joining you. me today. Yes. Thank you. Thank Unland Insurance for being a part of I Decided. We're grateful for you guys to be a resource and to share information and knowledge with our community. And you guys have an awesome day and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Kim, it is...